Hey there, welcome to the League Life with Brooksy and Shanaz. I'm Shanaz. I'm here with Brooksy. Brooksy, tell me how has your week been? Good afternoon, Shanaz, and it's been a very good week so far. It's actually Wednesday, already Wednesday. Man, the year it's is flying. flying. It's flying by. It certainly is. August just around the corner. Which means September's just around the corner, Ooh. which means no sharkies. Aha, they're actually looking very good, aren't they, Schnaz? Good, I don't know about very good. Yeah, they're, they're playing all right. But yeah, week's been good. Uh, haven't really been delving into too much TV, Schnaz. Doing a couple of uh, weekend games now. Looking at two games a week with my producing. But um, I caught the first episode of Ozark which is a new Netflix show featuring one of our favourites, Jason Bateman. I love Jason Bateman. Yeah, it's a bit of a dark drama. Uh, I think you'll like it. Yeah. Yeah, it's got it's got Laura Linney in it as well. I love Laura Linney. And She's a fa- fantastic they're a f- actress. They're a family. And uh, I don't want to ruin it like you have been with numerous uh, shows in the Synopsis, past. Synopsis, go. But um, no, I think, I think Netflix covers it. O-Z-A-R-K. Synopsis. It's a region of Missouri, I think. Ooh. And that's a part of the story. So, Ooh. if you get a chance, watch episode one. Let me know what you think. Drama. If you guys have listened to it already. Drama. Or watched it already. Yes, drama. Dark drama, like I said. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't listening. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, a, it's, a, okay. it's not bad. I'll I didn't mind out. it. I'm definitely going to go through with it. We are in a bit of a lull with shows at the moment and Netflix and that kind of thing. Waiting on some seasons to start, so... And everyone's watching Game of Thrones at the moment, Shnaz. Everyone but me. Except for people on Foxtel now, who <laughs> obviously had a problem. But it was something from HBO, I think, was the was the media release from Foxtel. Oh, uh, the, uh, uh, the old passing the bat on, eh? Yeah, I think so. But yeah, what can you do if you get a dodgy feed? Man, we love Foxtel. We it? love them. Yeah. Brooksy... We are approaching the business end of the season, as you've already suggested. I know you're one happy camper, not just because you had the big W, but for seemingly years now, you've been saying to me, Shanaz, this Dufty kid's got to get a go. And I'm like, what the hell's a Dufty kid? But really, I know he's a great local junior. Who's up the Dufty? (laughs) And and a uh, lower grade prodigy, given the chance... Even I, as anti-dragons as I am, was happy for the young man. And I love those stories. The local junior yeah, playing on his home ground and completely dominating. Yeah, he actually has now played one more NRL game than Evander Cummings did, which is good. He was the, remember, he was the protege. We sound like we're making fun of him, but he was a fantastic player. 2010-11 sort of time, or maybe a bit later. Yeah. But um, it's good. Mary gave him a crack due to Dugan's injury and didn't he perform, Shanaz? I thought, thought it was great. There was a few runs there where his speed is out of control. I think he actually did a <laughs> 360 at one stage late in the second half. And he was you could see he was sniffing around for a try. He set up two earlier in the game, but then he had that run down with Tommy Travojevic, which which he ended up putting down the ball and scoring the last try for the Dragons. And it, it was great, great vibe. Everyone was backing him. I was down there at Wynn Stadium, my yeah. third game of the week. And it was, uh, it was great to see the crowd get up after what was a great comeback from Manly with 12 men. Yeah, fascinating game. What, what was the score when 
Dar- uh, Darcy Lussick went to the bin. 30 ne- Oh, 30. No, sorry. It was 30 to 6. 30 to 6. Yeah. And I was on the phone to the RMS schnaz at halftime getting 30 nil number plates, like pre-ordering them. It was great. Like, you know, we've heard it. We've seen all the manly ones around the Northern Shore, North Shore and Sydney. And I was like, you know what? Maybe a 30... 30- 300 HT would be a great one. Now, we haven't got time for the story now, but yep. you do have a long dislike for Manly. If you go back and listen to one of our first episodes, you'll hear yeah. why. The thrown pie incident in 1992, I think it was. Yeah. So it must have been even sweeter for you. They're always sweeter, the wins against Manly, Shanaz. And oh, we went down, had a free Sunday, and. Um, it was like going back during the Illawarra days, doing the drive down to Wynn Stadium. And uh, my dad's a Manly fan. And uh, it was funny watching him too because he was applauding the Dragons' tries. Oh, nice. And then the feral Manly fan came out at 30 to 22. He's like, go Manly! <laughs> given the, given it, oh, he wasn't giving it to me, but you knew he was excited. He's it was great ready. to see. He's my, getting ready. My dad's a very funny guy and it, it was actually good to see him uh, ramp up a bit in that second half. But... Yeah, it was it was great to be out there and great to see the Dragons actually tick over the scoreboard quite a bit down there. Yeah, and it has also revived your season. So there's definitely a lot of hope for you guys to make the eight and then push on. I did notice on your Instagram, yep. you were at the Scarborough Hotel. Yes, I was. It's a great place to go before a game on a Sunday on the drive down through the National Park. What, did, did you have a burger? No, I just had coffees. Oh, we okay. were there pretty early and... We were meeting my parents down in Wollongong for lunch. So we thought we'd drop drop in, get a coffee. We were driving down. I wanted to show Mel some of the cafes in the Shire down in Cronulla. But there was a Sutherland to Cronulla fun run. The race, yeah. The one week. You couldn't get a park within 5Ks. <laughs> you, I, we pretty much would have had to have parked at Southern Cross Stadium to, <laughs> to pretty much like get get into Cronulla like it was all blocked off. So that was your second time in the Shire in the space of three days. Yeah. Because you were producing Cronulla v South Sydney yeah. at Shark Park and I had the luxury of being there myself and we hung out a bit both pre and definitely post uh, and we ended up at the glorious establishment known as Huxley's. Yeah. How good's that sports bar, Schnaz? It's, uh, it's right near the station... It's in the old Caring business, yeah, yeah. carrying by the old yeah. businessman's club, my my home stomping ground, and you, myself, and Brendan Woodbridge just having a great old time. Three boys drinking some beers, sport chewing everywhere, some gum. chewing some gum, soaking in the sharks' win, and I gotta say it was almost the highlight of my day, which was a great day because the sharks won. But it was fantastic. I also got to see how you work these days in your production role. Got to hang out with Brandy and Woz, and I met Andy properly for the first time. It was really, really cool uh, experience. But you must just pinch yourself. You're up there in the commentary box, directing yeah. traffic more or less, and watching the great game in front of you. Yeah, it was good. Good to see uh, Luke Lewis uh, celebrate his 300th as well. Such a good guy in the league. Yeah. Uh, you know, just one of numerous players Penrith have let go, and uh, it was good to see him celebrating. The win and also a milestone only 28 people have done, which is great. Like, 
it's funny, you know, people celebrate um, getting origin caps or making origin debuts or, or getting into the finals, but this is something only reserved for a very small percentage of the NRL player population. And it was great how Cronulla celebrated it. We did a bit of a cross before the game up in the Ronnie Burns stand. Is it Ron Burns? It's actually Pete. But Pete Burns. We'll move on. Well, who's Ronnie Burns? He was someone else. Yeah. Well, let, if anyone knows, let me know. I don't want to get the two mixed up for future reference. I'm probably telling everyone, hey, we're just going to do the cross up in the Ronnie Burns stand. And everyone's like, where's that stand? <laughs> Is that part of the new development? Who is Ronnie Burns? I thought that the club... Is uh, he part of the two Ronnies? Is one Ronnie Burns? No, there's Ronnie Barker and... I don't know. Who's the other Ron? It sounds familiar. It sounds like a <laughs> former player, actually. The three Ronnies. Uh, they handled it well the club. It was, it, was a, it was a good celebration. There is someone else joining the club in three weeks. At the way he's going, it'll be at Suncorp, and that'll be Paul Gowan. Yes. Um, what else was I going to say? It has slipped my mind. Keep going, Brooksy... I don't know what I was going to say. Well, the thing I liked about what they did was they got the little heads, the little Louis 300 heads. There's got to be more face masks at at games. You know in the States when they got the big heads? Yeah. And actually, it was funny because I was walking back to the the Leagues Club when we were doing the cross with Brandy and Mick Ennis. And there was a big Mick Ennis head in your um in, oh, yeah. your, in your delivery. Yeah, what yeah. do you call it? The out the back. The yeah, yeah. the what do you call it? <laughs> the dock. The, the loading bay, yeah. dock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And well, I was last like, year it was a big thing. Them. The, the the fans made their own, and the club also promoted and handed out some of the really big ones based on the sort of NBA style. college basketball college sort basketball, of stuff. Yeah. yeah, just um, random heads. What if? If there was three random heads you could select, that could be league, could be outside, like right. And you could take them to a game. Who would they be? <laughs> like synonymous with either rugby league or sport. Just, I'm floating this one. This isn't on the rundown, guys. I'm it's just... not on the rundown. Um, I'd have like a classic image of Gavin Miller. You know what I mean by classic? Gavin Miller, yeah. For our older fans. Tape on the head. Yeah, tape yeah. all over. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what else would I have? Maybe one of El McPherson, one of our most famous fans. Oh, L&E-T. And probably E.T., yeah. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be my three. Who would you yeah. go with? I'd get David Putty from Seinfeld with the devil's face. <laughs> uh, probably Rod Wishart. Yeah. And um, maybe like a... Oh, Trent Barrett. Baz? Why wouldn't you? And wasn't it great... Sorry, let's go back to Sunday. With all those late uh, withdrawals from the Seagulls, wasn't well, it great to see Trent looking after his old club? It was. I was very interested in the fact that he was quoted as saying he does not name injuries for players or he doesn't like to. So there was a bit of mystery around Blake Green and Brenton Lawrence. But he was just like, no, they're not rested. I just don't want to promote the injuries. And I can sort of understand from a competitive point of view. But then it was revealed during the week by, I think, family members that one or two of them perhaps were not injured. Yeah. And they were being rested. So... Like a lot of things going on at Manly at the moment, we're not really sure what's true and what's not true. Yeah, are they under the cap or are they over? But, you know, if you've got a broken hand or a hand injury like Dylan Walker had, uh, the weird taping should uh, give you an idea as to what the injury is. I understand these two were uh, quad for Blake Green and back for... I'm just going to put it out there, Brooksy. I was having a one-on-one meeting with my leader, uh, Tony Macri, the great Tony Macri, and we were at the front of GG's. And because yesterday there's a lot of filming happening in, at Fox. 
I saw Sam Burgess walk in. Oh. I saw Josh Mansour. Sterlo had all of his technical gear on him. And I saw Blake Green walking in and he looked pretty fit and healthy. Oh, I th- I'm pretty sure he wouldn't have been able to play 80 minutes. There, there was talk before the game, like here last week, that he wasn't up for it. And that Fair it enough. would probably be a late withdrawal. I think, yeah, it, it was a... It was a quad and quad injury and I just don't think he could have run on it but interesting to know that you're out there watching players come in did you have an autograph pad or uh, a Luke Lewis head that you possibly wanted to be signed I don't know anything about the latter I did say that to my colleague Tony gee if I had my autograph book here I'd be getting a few pretty good autographs yeah it's part of the job it's exciting you see these players around you definitely see it in your role yeah both current and former greats. And that was... Oh, oh, we were unable to do episodes the last few weeks yes. due to technical difficulties and timings and yes. whatnot. But it was funny. I was up in Newcastle the week before visiting a good mate, Dan Fiore, and we saw Boyd Corner out in Newcastle. Mm. And seems as though there's a lot of Sydney Roosters players heading up north. <laughs> Schnaz. Got, One's already got joined. Boyd in the pub, Connor Watson... Signed last week. One's already there now, Sean Kenny Dow. It's got a try. It's the only try, wasn't it? The mm. Knights, the poor Knights. It's they were in it at 12-4. Yeah. When the call went against that them, dropped their Luke heads. Yates, Mitchell Pierce tackle was pretty pretty key, wasn't it? Mm. I, was at, I was at another game, but yeah. It's interesting. You know, they're all from... They're both from up there. It was funny, funny looking at some of the Connor Watson videos from yesteryear on the footy show. Where in like... Um, Oh, he was like, oh, I'm a Knights fan. I want to play for the Knights. And now his That's dreams cool. come true. Absolutely. In 2018. Probably wanted to play in the Johns era, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> not the Jack Cogger, Brock Lamb era. But look, he could start his own little uh, dynasty with the Ponger and the, the Monger, uh, Monger, the Moga. Sorry. They're going to look a lot better next year, Brooksy. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. I want to see some of these young guys step up in the last six rounds. Really get rip in and give it some. It's actually not next week, not this week against the Dragons. Maybe leave it one more week. You've got an incredible start ripping in. Dragons got an incredible record up there. Yeah, it's uh, look. This is a bogey game for us, big time. You've seen the last two times we've played them now. Round oh. twenty six last year, a couple of weeks, you know, a month or two ago. My club has them the last round up there. Every every time you play Newcastle, it's going to be uh, difficult and also just. Hard to repair because you're expected to win and win by a bit. Yeah. But anything can happen on any day. So if you're a Newcastle fan and you're listening and we have a few of them listening, stick with them. Obviously, you will stick with them. But just, you know, don't give up hope. Like, you'll win some games this year and and definitely more next year. Something that happened on one of the games that I attended last week, Mm -hmm. Canberra, Melbourne. Ooh. That was a spiteful game. They mm. all are the Canberra games. We've talked about them before. The Got Manly, the Angry Pills games, your games. Oh. Like they've, they're real an aggressive team. And mate, the Soliola hit. I know it's been the talking point for the last forty eight hours. Forty eight well, we hours talk- since Saturday night. We haven't talked about it. Yeah, it's. I, look, at the end of the day, some people have like should have been sent off. I for one are in that. That bracket. I also am in that bracket. Some people are like, he didn't mean it. He he was, Billy slipped. He'd been slipping all night. Well, just pause there. Yeah. There's a difference. There's two different points there. Didn't mean it. 
that's out the window. Yeah. Slipping, that has some merit. Yeah, but that, I think my big thing is when you stick your forearm out like that and you brace for impact with that arm and you start swinging that arm loosely and it makes contact with a head, I, I'm sorry, that's an immediate send-off. It doesn't matter what angle at which you hit that head, whether it's front on, side on, from behind, whatever. It, I think it's immediate 12 men straight away. Like, I, I was absolutely dumbfounded at the decision. They waited a very long time to make the call due to Billy's injury. That's what was a bit disappointing that they had all the eyes looking at it. I think, yeah. correct me if I'm wrong, was Tony Archer at the game? I'm not too sure. Because he commented on it straight after. I thought he might have been at the yeah. game. He was definitely watching. Yeah. There was enough time for someone to make the call, if if they deemed it send-off, to yeah. be a send-off, which they got wrong, as we found out after the match from Archer. My thing, Brooksy, is whether he did it on purpose, whether he was falling, the thing I don't like about the game at the moment, and it's been in it for probably, I mean, you could say forever, but definitely the last five years, is the late hits on the playmakers. Yeah. You know, I watch Cooper Cronk very closely. It can happen to any half. Uh, you watch them as they're just turning a little bit to pass and they brace because yeah. they know they're going to get hammered. Yeah. I'm cool with it if it's in a contest. If it's a contest for the tackle, for the ball, hit them as hard as you like. But we know, everyone knows watching it, that it's become a thing. And there was a very interesting uh, episode of Sterlo last night on Fox Sports, which you can watch a replay of all week. And Blocker was very, very passionate about the fact that he shouldn't have been sent off. The rest of the crew pretty much said he should have. But one of them made the point, and I think it was Blocker, correct me if I'm wrong, that all he was doing, and I'm saying inverted commas, I'm paraphrasing, oh, paraphrasing, all he was doing was trying to hit the player late. And when I, as soon as I heard that, I was like, you know what? It's got to become almost like the NFL with the quarterbacks. I'm not yeah. saying you can't touch him, but any sort of foul play, you've got to penalise it. Because now... We've got players just getting the crap beaten out of them just for the sake of it's become part of the game. Well, it's great that you mentioned the NFL, Shanaz, because I read an article this morning that was posted on the New York Times and it was talking about CTE, which is that disease that infiltrates your brain off like massive concussions, constant wear and tear around the head, um, head trauma, like all these different facets and, and football, whether it be rugby, league nfl is susceptible to it and so in america it's been obviously a big thing that we've known about for the last couple of decades so it's it's a test that they did which can only be done in an autopsy scenario they had i think 201 brains of football players 112 of them were from the nfl 111 of them schnaz showed signs of cte like that is a crazy statistic it's all players from different generations yeah. whether it be from when the NFL just started and they lived till they were 30 or 60 different careers like all these different like it wasn't just someone that had played 100 games or more these are just different careers that have happened and people that have died that have put their hands up to be um, analysed and a lot it's of those, amazing, a lot of those amazing Brooksy, reach, ninety more than ninety nine percent. A lot of those I, also would not be due to foul play. 
Yeah, of, of course. It's just wear and it's just wear and tear of yeah. collisions and yeah. everything. And the, this is where I'm totally against Blocker. I love the guy; he's a great guy. But we need to take that out of the game. We can't have contact like that in the head mm. region. It doesn't matter where, like whether it's spearing someone in the ground or hitting them in the head, or just. I know sometimes it's just unavoidable head contact and that's that's a shame and that's where they've brought in this protocol now. Yeah. But we have to get this out of the game and what would do that is an immediate send-off. There was a video going around of Tim Mander in 95 with the Cowboys and there was a guy that hit a guy in the head and he's like, get off, get off my field or something. Yeah. And so that's how it should be treated. Yeah. But there's so much now with the video and whatnot. And you, oh, it's, I'm, it's I'm to deterred do with, to call it. It's to do with the referees and they're very hesitant to make the calls. And, and we're not referees. We don't know what it's like to live that life. They're under immense scrutiny, I would imagine, all week long from, from game day through to the game recovery and through the week. They're hesitant. They want they want to keep their jobs. That you know, I'm sure Tony Archer is saying go to the video for everything, as far as tries and that kind of thing go, which everyone's always complaining about. Yeah, and I, th I think with the send off, uh, you know, I think they're probably waiting for the worst thing to happen and then send someone off, and that's kind of probably hopefully going to be the worst thing all year. So they probably should have done it. Yeah. Uh, the thing for me too, and it happened because it happened to a dragon the week before with Dugan, who was out. Yeah. Um, this week and it's funny because you've got let's say you've got Canberra who's team A and Melbourne and Dragons who are team B in this scenario and then you've got team C and D and E or whatever whoever play Canberra mm. team A Canberra get benefit because the player stays on the field team B loses a player and a, sub, uh, a potential player that can be used for the rest of the game Team C and Team D in Papali's case benefits. Team C, D, E, F, and G benefit. Stop it. From Soliola. Yeah. It's not. It's not fair. This is. This now needs you've to hit be, another. You've hit another argument. This needs. Yeah, but it's another reason why it needs to be done on game day. It yeah. needs to be dealt with on game day. Yeah. It's not fair. Yeah, Melbourne We've, get the reward by them losing a player. Yeah, Absolutely. Slater's gone for Manly. Yeah. So they're penalised... Yeah. No, for the Manly game. Oh, gotcha, yeah. yeah, yeah. For, for their yeah. game against Manly. Yeah. Dugan's out, like, come, comes back this week. Like, mind you, he sort of did a good thing for us to give Dufty his uh, debut, now. but it shouldn't Stick be... Your like, argument. It shouldn't be, shouldn't be that reason. And I think the NRL has to really, really look at this. And it's not just the rules, it's just the people who are deciding these rules as well. I, it's, I, I don't see it happening, Brooksy, but I think in the off-season, you know, I reckon... Give them a week or two off after the grand final, and then or after the World Cup, and then get everyone together. And I'm not talking about the coaches; I'm talking about whoever makes the rules. You know, yeah. And they need to sort it out. Keep the journalists out of it. Keep the coaches out of it. You need to sort out what a send off is, what a sin bin is. Uh, there should be allowances for an extra bench player in the case of foul play. That's oh, the big first time, thing. 100%. Why there isn't one, I have no idea. Why can't... I mean, I say give them to the end of the year. I'd bring it in this week, personally. Make the call. Yeah. Bring it in this week. There's a lot of things going wrong in the game that, that really is a blight. But you and I, we, we try and put positive spins on things and try to look at the positivity because we enjoy the game so much. It gives us so much joy in many ways. Yeah. It's our livelihood in many ways. But they do need to fix up some stuff. 
this just stops us in our tracks yeah. for days. I was in the kitchen watching it on my iPad, making dinner, and young Chester was asleep, and I got aroused on a little bit because I was a bit emotional when I realised he wasn't going to be sent off. I was, you know, out loud sort of cursing. Going, That's the league life schnaz, yelling at the TV while your kids are sleeping and they wake up, That's right? Legal, we didn't wake That's up, thankfully. Oh. Speaking of the league life, I want to give a shout out to our friends. Help me out here. Hannah, Jess, Lara, and Yvonne. Bang. Fantastic show. I know we've said it a few times. I saw it. In, I've seen, I, watch, I try and watch every week. I saw Braith and Nasta on there. And I know this has turned to one big Fox love affair. A, Braith and Nasta's commentary and opinions. They're improved out of sight this year. In the sense that he's so confident in what he does and says. His story about uh, his family and his, his, his relationship with his mother, who was during Women of the League round. Yep. Just fantastically told. I love the human emotion that, that the show brings out in people. And I, and I think that the four uh, people on the panel handle it so well. And I think it's a must-watch if you've got the Fox channel. That and The Professor, which is two extremes. Oh, the Professor. Hey. Two, two extremes. <laughs> but they're two fantastic shows. Yeah. So shout-out to all those people working on that those shows. And, and we don't have any real connection because we don't really work on those shows necessarily. Or maybe we do. Cut that out, Chaz. Uh, anyway... I am. I'm just putting that out there. They're two two really good shows this year. The two good things, Shnaz. I think the only knock with League Life is probably it's short. It's too short. Like it could be an hour show. Yeah. Uh, I I would have liked to have seen more with Braith. Like not. It was a bit. Yeah. In and out sort of thing. I think. I think it was a fifteen. Some of these stories kind of... could be longer, and I know they want to keep it dynamic and move it along quite a bit, but. Um, it could be somewhere in between what it is now and League Legends, for instance. Like League Legends is a pretty in-depth look. Like there was a good Mal Meninga two-part story with uh, Tim Sheridan last week as well. Um, but yeah, I think... And, and they're only in their first year. Mm. Well, oh, sorry. The professor's in his second year, but um, hence the title. But um, yes. I think that as a show is coming along very nicely and... Yeah, there's some very like the Mick Matheson character. They they push it's the boundaries. Up there. They it's push getting the, up there. They push the boundaries. Not Did you hear? So Maddie Johns, they sort of staged. Well, they didn't stage it, but they were doing the rumble at the start where he'd launch into the chair. Yeah, you heard him. And there was right? a there was a bolt like hanging out of the stage, oh. and he went and put his elbow over it and opened oh. his elbow. Yes, yeah, so he was bleeding. Yeah. Yeah, but oh, it's so good. We were watching it on Friday night at Huxley's. We were, yeah. Uh, actually, Schnaz, I've got a, a couple more places to go. If you're ever on the road, yep. at pla- there was a place in Wollongong, Dagwood. Nice little bar. I've heard of it, yeah. Yeah, and it was the recommendation. Try and guess who it was in the commentary team from Wollongong. I don't know. <laughs> Matty Russell. Oh, cool. Of course, yeah, yeah. Local boy. Local boy gave me that one. And I went with the boys uh, after Canberra, after the Canberra game, into town, in a town yep. in Canberra. and went to a Japanese restaurant called Akiba. Okay some good food there and they do those they actually do the Vietnamese um, buns as well oh, nice. so crab chicken duck Oof. love some duck so good yeah we just sat there and just hoovered a <laughs> large amount of food what a great on term. Saturday night now how is your week looking ahead my friend 
good. I'm going to the Men of League dinner tonight, Schnaz, really? which I haven't let you know about until now. So everyone's hearing. Yeah. What a bombshell. Going with a few people from the department. Cool. So it should be good if anyone's there. Come to say hi. Uh, what's the occasion? Men of League. No, but like dinner. It's just, a, it's just a, <laughs> is it a charity, it, like a special year, one? Have a, yeah, they have a dinner night. Okay. Yeah, and they have um, options and whatnot. To you should take your autograph book to that. Yeah, I know. Who do you want, Schnaz? Is there any? Okay, three players, ex league players. You're only allowed one Cronulla autograph. Who would they be? Again, not in the rundown, guys. Andrew Johns. Yeah. Cooper Cronk. Of course. I should have said no, only no cronks allowed. Another great halfbacks we got. Uh, no, I'm going to go with no sharks. I'm going to say... John Simon. John Simon. Really? I didn't oh, mind him. Yeah. Get some selfies. Put them up on our Instagram and our Twitter. I'll try, yeah. Seriously, there's going to be, everywhere you look, it's going to be some great, former great rugby league players. Yeah, and should be. Probably. Uh, what else is happening? Where are you? Lab at? tomorrow. So we so got for, for people who don't know what the lab is, the Fox Sports Lab pre-game. So it'll be Thursday's Thursday's game, Penrith Canterbury. We'll be talking about the edge forwards for Penrith, yep. Isaiah Yo and Corey Hawira Naira. So this airs game night before the game during the yes, panel discussions. Exactly. Friday we're talking about your boy Valentine Holmes. Interesting. How stuff. he's tracking as fullback. Yeah against Ben Barber from last year. So Ooh. showing some characteristics on both players. And Saturday, we'll be looking at the Cowboys. Six and one, Schnaz, yeah. in the past seven. Yeah, they're going Been right. one of the best teams. They're going all right. You enjoying, enjoying their style of play, enjoying how they're playing tomorrow, Martin and He's Morgan. It, yeah, I like watching the halves. They're going to be definitely... I think they're going to be in the finals, and I think that... I don't know how far they're going to go, given that everyone's probably going to lift in the finals. But, I mean... They're, they're a good team. You I think take Thurston out, they're still a good team. I think they're top four. So, I think yeah. they're definitely getting to week two. Okay. And then, who knows? I, I don't know. Like, they could be there playing for a grand final spot. I'd, I wouldn't be surprised. What are you doing Friday night? I'm at Eels Broncos. Okay. And then Saturday, I'm back at ANZ. I'm thinking of staying at the Pullman Hotel out there. For Raiders, Rabbitohs. Is that the big one on, on Yeah, site? where the big bar is. Okay. Oh, there's, no, actually, no, yeah, it is, it is, it is. There's the yeah. the big brewery or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. That you try, do you, when you're out there, do you avoid it or do you go in? I just don't even try. Oh, I've, I've had some, it's just. There's a, what's the, the Lidcombe Hotel is where we had our grand final kind of get together before the game. Oh, okay. Which yeah, is yeah, a stop yeah. away. Yeah. And that's really, it was really good. That's what I I thought they would do that around ANZ. Like, I know they want to bring people into Homebush, but you should set up those satellite areas, right? Like, they don't know what they're doing. One stop away. They don't know what they're doing. Go crazy and then train trains into Homebush. But and then you've got the twenty five minute walk to ANZ Stadium. They don't know what they're doing. Like it's such a they need to put the train station closer, don't they, Shnaz? What do you think? I think they don't know what they're doing. Because you and I have experienced, been lucky enough to experience game days overseas where they get it 100% correct. Yeah. And the NRL, it's a smaller operation and it's probably tougher to do with some locations. But And some clubs are trying to do it, have really good game day experience. I know my club's lifted 1,000%. They've still got a way to go, but it's actually an enjoyable night out. It's not just kind of like the old days. And I can attest to that. You can. It was great on Friday. 
I want to give a shout out, Brooksy, about that. I don't know. It's not the, it's not the shark cast here, and it's not the Dragon Den, but we have some crossover listeners, and if they're not aware, this Friday night it's celebrating the fiftieth episode of Shark Cast TV, and we are having a celebration, which you're invited to, but you can't make, and that's going to be in the locker room, which is the Shark Sports Bar. We're recording the show live at 4.30 down there. So if you want to wander in and get on TV and say good day, we're doing that. But more importantly, from 5 o'clock, we're having a party. So SharkCast members, so it's myself, Newman, Robbie, we're having a party, some drinks, some food. And at 6 o'clock, we're all going to watch Sharks Warriors on the big screen. And we're going to continue the party. So basically, it's a gathering. It's family-friendly, parent-friendly, grandparent-friendly, kid-friendly. Come on down. I believe Rugby League 4 Live will be there, won't it, Chinos? I've left out one of the most important parts. So it's released... So the game is... The game, it's released on Friday. I've had the privilege of playing it earlier. So ET couldn't get ET's Rugby League as the official Sharkcast party game. I got a feeling Newman's lining it up somewhere on a smaller (laughs) TV. (laughs) With Omega 500 off to the side, remember that? I remember. Our older older listeners will remember ET's... Rugby League, very much. You know how many hours of my childhood I spent editing rosters on that game? <laughs> like, to keep it up to date every year? Because there was never ever... Like, when did that come out, Schnaz? It would have been, like, 91. Yeah, then yeah. ARL 95 came out. Yeah. And then Rugby League came out... Uh, when? 05? Mid-2000s. Yeah. Yeah. So, the game's... Get, we're going to have the game there on a screen, and we're gonna be, everyone's welcome to play it. The only yeah. problem is, and I've already addressed it, only two controllers. Well, two controllers. No, there's going to be four, I think, because oh, you can play... you don't want to play with someone else. Well, my point... Or pass me the ball. No, my, no, my point no. is, there's going to be a few hogs in the room, myself included. Newman. I can see Newman hogging a controller. Yeah, maybe. Maybe bringing his own Cronulla <laughs> control and just tapping in via Bluetooth. Like, oh, my game, guys. Anyway, everyone who listens is welcome to come down. It's going to be a good night. And uh, that's a, that's about all we got, Brooks. You've got to get out of here. I've got one more shout out. Go. One of my best mates, Steve Bourne, our Gold Coast correspondent. Bourney. Bourney, as he's known. Him and his wife, Lynn, had twins the uh, other week. Muscle Tov. Bonnie Joan and Harry John, Wednesday the 5th of July. Congratulations, guys. Bonnie and Harry. So we won't have a Gold Coast correspondent for a while. So if there's anyone up there... Michael Searle. Who would like to... Yeah, he's, is he free? I don't know. I think he is. Doesn't Graham Hansley get his... I think he's still behind the scenes somewhere. Mr. Searle or any other Gold Coast correspondents, please submit your application into samshanazi at foxsports.com. Dot au. Dot au. Here's a Will Will Zilliam stat for you before we go. Yeah. 150th game. Oh, congratulations, Will. And he becomes the most capped... Titan. ...player to play at Seabus Stadium this week. What a stat. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that right now. But. Actually, can we big ups to the Seabus Super Stadium ground crew for that debacle they had to endure? Mm. Sharks, Titans. Mm. That downpour was ridiculous. Yeah. And it drained. If you were watching the back end of that game, <laughs> you wouldn't have known what happened in the previous. I think it's first a tactic. Half. It's a tactic by oh. the Titans. It was we'll great. Drown them out in the first half. Drown the sharks out. How about that? Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Michael Richards, Kramer from Seinfeld, his birthday this week. Oh, wow. Congratulations That's a good tidbit. Did you put that in the match notes? Valentine Holmes turned 22, I think it was on Monday. 
Yeah, he did. Yeah, about that. He's done it all in the game. He's only 22. We did yeah. it all when he was 21. It's amazing, like we were looking at, and we're going to touch on it in in the lab because of the two young Penrith guys. How many great under 23 players are going around the NRL? It's just unbelievable. Me and Joel, who's been on the podcast, we were sort of talking about doing a draft, an under 23 draft to reallocate the talent. Yeah. Uh, man, it was. We did the first round. It was so much fun, Shnaz. We need to get a draft in there, oh. whether it's a certain age bracket or people that haven't played NRL each year. Uh, it would be great to just balance it up. If someone's being stored in Holden Cup or ISP or Queensland Cup yeah. or whatever, Intrust Super Premiership. Oh, yeah. What, what are they called? Seriously, they're so cute. Oh, one's a cup, one's a premiership, right? It's the South Wales Cup and Queensland Cup. That's yeah, let's go. Cool. Okay, if you haven't played any NRL and you've been playing in those three leagues, you go into the draft. Yeah. And then you get reallocated to a NRL club. Refresh my memory, Brooksy, because yes. you're the older of the two of us. Was Whoa. it Terry Hill who... Controversial. Was gonna Stole t- the lobster pot? <laughs> like, uh, is that... Are you getting with the Michael yes, Richards thing? but... <laughs> <laughs> who was it that was going to take them to court for the draft? Oh, it was I a draft. See, this is well before my time, Schnaz. I'm trying to... I think it might have been Terry Hill. There was someone. That's why you, you your oh, dream... yeah, yeah. That, your dream right. of having a draft will never happen. Terry Hill got drafted Be- somewhere. Yeah, but he, yeah, that's he didn't right. want to do it and he was going to take him to court. Probably going to Illawarra. What could have been, Schnaz? Terry Hill... How's the lobster down only, there? Only like a 15-minute drive from Dapdo Dogs. He could have done that. <laughs> Gonads commentary every week. <laughs> Brooksy, on that note, I cannot continue the show anymore. This podcast is for people clearly like 30 and above. Like yeah, our even, references have Even they're shaking their heads so going, don't go there. We need to get more in tune with Bruno Mars and... and Who? Uh, uh, one of the... What are the girls called? The Kardashian... The Jenners? Next year, you want to talk about the Travoyeviches. The Travoyeviches? I, we talked about one of them in this episode. I haven't been listening. Dufty, when he ran past Tommy. Dufty. Oh, Tommy. We started Tommy on Dufty, we're going to finish yeah, on Dufty. Yeah, Dufty. I'm very happy for you. It's great. Another trying to assist this week against the Knights. You heard it here first. What about you You all over Twitter this week about Dufty? Going off to, yeah. Because everyone forgets where things come from, Schnaz. What does I don't that know, you got to remind what does that people. Mean? You gotta, don't you remind people that what you were like... What does that mean? Like... People just forget. There's, we're living in a world, Finish your a crazy world. What are we forgetting? Where are like, from? Just like ideas and, and people like talking about things. I felt like I was out there with Dufty. Oh, yeah. And I sort of got a bit... You were doing the whole I, I, I told did, you so. I did a tweet and it was it. I was quite... At the time, I was quite high and like... Not, not in a bad <laughs> way. Just high off the wind. That's going to be our, uh, our summer... <laughs> Highlight reel, that one. But I was like... You're high. You know, everyone's like, don't throw them in NRL. Yeah. They'll they'll get ruined. I wasn't talking about every junior. I was talking about some of the specific ones I've mentioned about the Dragons there. Yeah. And Jai, Jay Field and Matt Dufty. You're high right I now. I clearly know these players off by heart. But yeah, I think, I think it's time that Mary drops these guys in and Reese Robson's next, buddy. You watch him. 
I sent you some sort of communication. I can't remember how. About a St. George Fax. facsimile. I think I just got it uh, disconnected, Schnaz. So you might want to resend it. A St. George Illawarra podcast. Did you get around listening? Oh to it? yeah, off the record. I haven't listened to it yet. Worst name ever. You reckon off the record? What? On the record, Schnaz reckons off the record is the worst. Why name is it ever. called off the record? I don't know. They can say what they want, and it doesn't matter because they're off the record. I think that's what. Yeah. I like Dragon Den better myself. I like yeah. Shark Cast is a good one. That's Maybe right. they should have done Dragon Cast or Dragon Den. Dragon Den. Or, yeah. I, I think, think Sean Timmons is involved. Yeah. T- yep. He certainly is. I reckon you should do one called the Dragon Den. Nah, you can't now. It's done. No, it's Ship not. sailed. It's not done. Maybe. I don't know. I've got a cup of tea here. I don't know which one to talk <laughs> you into. You talk into your tea and you drink your mic. Yeah. No, I, I think we'll see how it goes and then who knows? I'm sure you can Might do it. Might try and see if I can get a cameo on it. I'm sure you could. Maybe. Fox Sports own. Off, off the record. Off the record, we're out of here. Brooksy? All right, Chanaz, good pod. Good pod. Oh, that's a high five. Nice one. We'll see you all soon. Marcus, bye for now.